It's time for everyone's favorite Calgary dating game. Two lies, one DM with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. We have Jordan on the line with us. And Jordan, you're uh, you're still down. You're still totally open to talk about your dating life with us here on the radio. <laughs> Hey guys, yeah, I am. I'm an open book. Uh, whatever you want to know. Ooh, wait! <laughs> I can't wait to start with chapter one. Oh, <laughs> amazing. So, as a reminder, Jordan is about to share three DMs with us. Two of them you did not receive, Jordan, but one of them you definitely did. You ready to share that all with us? I sure am. Let's do it. Let's hear the first one. Okay, the first one is: If you were to touch my hand, I don't think I'd ever wash it. Hmm. Okay. Kind of gross. I mean, <laughs> washing your hands is probably fairly important something, thing to do. Yes, yes, something that's pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> What's the second one, Jordan? The second one is I'd love to give you a cat back with my tongue. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> also very sandpapery. <laughs> oh, I've never right? felt a cat's tongue. Is it sandpapery? Yeah. Super, Super sharp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really yeah. sharp. Yeah. Oh. Vigorous. <laughs> totally. And the last one? The last one is, you're so hot, I drink your bath water. No! What? <laughs> He's just trying to stay hydrated. Fuzzy, oh, shut up. get out of here. Sitting there in the DMs, just being thirsty, shut being like, up. stop your face. Oh, and now Fuzzy's drinking water. Ew. Is there bath water in there this morning? Ew. <laughs> you guys, we have a lady present. <laughs> so sorry, so sorry. I know the guys aren't used to that. So. <laughs> One of these actually came to Jordan, and she'll tell us what happened after. First, though, we go to uh, you and your guesses, as this is everyone's favorite Calgary dating game, Two Lies, One DM. Uh, Christina says, please, 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 please. Number one, as a newly single girl, I can't live in a world where the other two pickup lines even exist. Well, it's funny you mentioned the other two pickup lines existing because we have a message from Josh. And Josh's text says, it's the bathwater one. And I'm ashamed to admit this because I've used that line before. Josh. And I can can let you know that it has never worked. Josh. Obviously. Jeepers, buddy. Adele also saying she hopes it's number one, saying it's pretty bad when a lack of hand hygiene is the most attractive (laughs) option. That is awful. (laughs) Oh, boy. Taking a look at all the guesses, uh, 30% of people thinking it was number one. If you were to touch my hand, I don't think I'd ever watch it. Uh, 23% of people thinking that it's the uh, cat bath with the tongue. And 47% of people thinking it's the you're so hot. I'd drink your bath water. <laughs> oh, bringing Jordan back into the conversation. Jordan, there are two lies. There is one DM. Please tell us which is the real one and the story of what happened after. Well, turns out <laughs> number two is the real one. Cats. Oh, cat, the cat, the sharp cat bath. Yep, I'd love to give you a cat bath with my tongue, yep. <laughs> so what do you say when you get something like that? Like, do you just... Throw your phone in the toilet? What do you do? <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> it, it was this guy that like, I kind of know, but like not really. And it was a whole thing. But basically, I said that um, cats and dogs bathe themselves. So you should probably focus on working on that. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. That's a very creative way to tell them to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to take a hike. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, 
just as gross as it began, it ended the same way. And he he uh, sent a picture of his junk. No. In return. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> And said, if I could do that, I wouldn't need you. Ew! Oh, wow. This guy is the wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I blocked him. Yes. <laughs> That's the end of the conversation. Yeah, you got you to gotta block. That's the only thing you can do. Absolutely. <laughs> Jordan, can we just say that this man has a family? <laughs> Like, this man has people who love him, yeah. Yeah. Dis- despite all his faults. Yeah. But if we were to get his mother on the phone yeah. and say, do you right. know what your baby boy is saying to elegant ladies such as Jordan trying to court them for a relationship? I bet he would be grounded. Absolutely. She might even give him, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Yes. Oh. And you're grounded. <laughs> Everyone who's about to send a junk pic or has ever thought about sending a junk pic, remember that. Think of your mom before you're about to do that and how disappointed she would be. Even if you're going to post <laughs> exactly. something junky for sale on Kijiji, just don't. <laughs> just don't post your junk, eh? In honor of Jordan, just don't today. <laughs> but we appreciate you joining us for Two Lies, One DM. Thank you so much. It has been a good time. <laughs> I think this text that just came in from Beverly sums it all up. Um... Six simple words. Sorry, seven simple words. Sorry, eight simple words. My math is a strong point. It says, I am so glad I'm a lesbian. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, thank you very much for texting that. Listen to new episodes of Two Lies, One DM, Tuesdays at 820. Go down in the field. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Fuzzy. Danae has a new puppy. Bye. Yeah, we do. Right home, a new uh, baby girl a couple days ago. And that's honestly kind of what I've been calling here the last couple of days is baby girl or puppy because she doesn't have a name yet. One of the things about when someone gets a new dog is fuzzy. Everybody is so obsessed yeah. with yeah. what you're going to call it. And and when we I think about getting our dogs and t- like by the time we got home, we've named the dog. Really? Like we name it in the car. Oh. You see that you have you have ideas going in and you're like, okay, I think we'll use this, this, this. And then you see the dog and you're like, no, this is it. And I mean that that was it with with Rudy, our first dog. That was it with when we got Molly the rescue, and that was also it, the same with Mindy. And we were like, we look we just looked at them and they're like, Yep, that's a Molly. Yep, that's a Mindy. Guys, I have a hard time making major decisions. <laughs> If you didn't know that about me. And that's my issue with this entire thing. This is a name that potentially I could be like yelling out more than my children's name. You know, like this is a name that I'm going to have to say a lot. And it's so tough because some of my favorite names are kind of already in use. And that's where this problem is coming from. Here's the funny thing about naming a dog is everybody will get right up in your grill and tell you what to do. Yeah. Because ain't nobody doing that with a human life. Mm -hmm. When someone's having a baby, you're not going to go, oh, what are you going to name your dog? You say, oh, I want to name my dog Spot. They go, yeah. oh, Spot. You That's can't a name stupid your... name. Yeah, like, but if you say, I'm going to name my baby Spot, they're like, oh, beautiful. Spot. That's is that beautiful. after your grandmother? Oh, is that a family name, right? But when you talk about like wanting a name and it already being taken, yeah. you're kind of like have an awkward situation right here in this room. I do. Okay, first of all, don't tell my sister, but I keep almost calling the dog Sunny. Which my sister just named her baby a couple months ago. So that is definitely not up for discussion. But the other name that I really, really love, and I've kind of been testing out a little bit, Fuzzy, is the name Molly. (laughs) 
It's such a good, really? perfect little baby girl puppy name. It is, right? And that's and that's why we work with her. She is Molly's this fluffy dog. Yes. And I mean, there are a lot of similarities between between your um, the dog that you got. Yeah. I was going to use the Yorkshire Shih Tzu thing. Yes. But you got to be yeah. careful. You got to be, be careful very with careful with that. With that. Yeah. Um, and, and Molly, so there are just fluffy dogs. And I could see <sighs> the name fitting. And, I know. You know, I haven't talked to Shan about it yet. Okay. But if you were willing to, <laughs> I might be interested in I would. I would be willing to trade the name. Trade the name. Okay, okay. So you would change the name of your dog that you've had for... How long have you had Molly for? We've had her for three years. And you'd be willing to actually give me the name? She hasn't warmed up to me in three years, so... <laughs> she doesn't I, answer it I, anyway. I might be. I might be willing to trade the dog. My wife uh-huh. might feel otherwise about yeah. it. But uh, if you were interested in the name Molly, yeah, we could probably work something out. Okay, what are, you said trade, though. What are we trading know, for? Cash it? exchange. Oh! Maybe, maybe give me the name Violet. I mean... <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So, so, so trade... Today's baby girl, like the real baby, yeah. the human being, Violet. I'm just throwing things out. I'm just spitballing at this oh. point in time. Your husband's a beer rep. Maybe maybe trade for beer. Okay. Trade. I, I, the name Violet, though, would be a good name for, for Molly. <laughs> would you be willing to trade the, oh. the, the name of your firstborn child? Again, just the name. Like, you can keep the child. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, Are yeah. You Fuzzy, sure? Fuzzy wouldn't know what to do with a child. He'd right. be screwed. So, can Violet still continue to use her name, or are we renaming our child as well? Oh. <laughs> would it be weird that I have a dog named after? After your child? Um, Maybe no, it would be. I don't know. I don't think so. This is something that I feel like is going to actually have to be like a conversation with our partners. You definitely have to find out from Shan yeah. if she's willing to give up the name Molly. And I guess I'll ask Violet, who's very vocal about this entire name right. thing, by the way. Like she has like her way or the highway right now. Uh, I'll ask her if she's up for giving up her name. One thing we do know um, this conversation has a lot of layers yeah. between the two of it you. Really does. So I yeah. think we have to make arrangements to work that out. The yeah. other thing we know is that a lot of people are all about human names for their pets. Our friend Sarah is very fond of her dog with a human name. Oh, his name is Norman. Norman the dog. Yes, he's Norman the third, actually. My grandfather's name was Norman. My father's middle name is Norman. So it's a tribute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The only way they'll get Norman the Third out of me. Ah, that's hilarious. But having a dog named Norman created a very awkward situation. Uh, yes, it did. I had a dog sitter who used to watch him for me when he was a little puppy. And one day he got away from her and went running down the street. So, of course, she went chasing after him, screaming, Norman, you get back here. <laughs> And when she told me about it later, she said she was very embarrassed because she felt she was running after her husband who was getting away from her. (laughs) (laughs) If you think you can get away from me, Norman, I will chase you to the ends of the earth. (laughs) That's pretty much how she felt, yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. I guess that's that's part of uh, the thing that comes along with naming a dog a human name, hey? People think you're calling after a human all the time. All my pets have human names. I love human names. This uh, just adds uh, more wrinkles to the search for Danae's new puppy name. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Just like my long, flowing golden locks blowing in the wind, this podcast is free. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy with the two most share-worthy moments from last night's Emmy Awards. You know, there are people on stage getting shout-outs for being, like, good at, uh, you know, that thing where you're... Uh, Acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like, writing a show mm-hmm. or, like, being a... Producing. Editing a show. The arts. 
All of all of those things. Truly, though, like the Emmys, like the awards for TV, almost a bigger deal than the Oscars because we all watch TV more than we watch movies these days. And by TV, you mean streaming, of course. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. The uh, one of the moments that was really, really funny was um, Keenan Thompson, the <laughs> host, making a joke, um, not really about Zendaya, who mm-hmm. won uh, an award for Best Actress for Euphoria for the second year in a row. But it was a joke, a kind of in the realm of about Zendaya, but really slamming somebody else who's mm-hmm. been uh, who's been uh, on the hot seat lately. Check this out. Uh, Zendaya is here from Euphoria. Hello, Zendaya. Zendaya just turned 26 last week. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Uh, 26 is a weird age in Hollywood. I mean, you're young enough to play a high school student, but you're too old to date Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. Accurate. Uh, very true. And also, yeah, I mean, the part about Leonardo DiCaprio, hilarious. But also, again, she is playing a high school student at the age of 26. Yeah, yeah. hey. Good yeah. for her, girl. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. She also was doing it in, uh, in Spider-Man movies, yeah. too, man. MJ crushing it. Now, Danae, give us connects, uh, context here on, on Jennifer Coolidge. Maybe a name we don't recognize, mm-hmm. but but an actress we probably do. She was going through a situation last night yeah. when she was on stage. So Jennifer Coolidge uh, played Stifler's mom in the American Pie movies. She won for her role in White Lotus, which if you haven't watched it yet, is so, so good. You can find it on Crave. It's fantastic. Uh, but she had a bit of an issue going on last night. Apparently she took a lavender bath before the awards show. Calm herself down. Okay. But she said that the lavender bath kind of made her swell up a little bit in her very, very form-fitting dress that she was wearing. And the feeling of being swollen is the last thing you want when you're on the red carpet, no. when you're yeah. at the award show. Yeah. And then she's accepting an award and handles it like an absolute champion. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I love you. I didn't forget you, Dave Bernard. I love you. Matt Kamine, thank you. Uh, and thank you to my amazing uh, team. Wait, hold on. No, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I'm, I'm full. I'm full. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait. Jacob Fenton, my, a UTA, and Jonathan Weinstein, and, and Tiffany Kuzon at, at, at Mosaic. And my sister is here tonight, and wait, hold on a thing. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Okay. The playoff music, they cut her off and they play Hit the Road Jack. And then that she starts dancing <laughs> in like the most glorious dance ever. Her decision to handle it that way, the best. Everybody should wow. dance and be like, get out of here. This is my moment. Maybe that's our uh, takeaway from this conversation about shareworthy moments from the Emmys is if you find yourself in an awkward situation today, just dance. Just dance. Just dance. <laughs> Just dance. Totally works. Live, love, dance. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy inviting you to join us for a fun fill-in-the-blank conversation. I always feel judged when I buy <laughs> blank. Uh, fill in that answer Text into 985-985. We've all been there. Yeah, what I love about this conversation is you feel judged, and this is this, this is one of these things that's an issue, not an ish other person. Uh-huh. Because nobody cares about what you're actually buying. Uh, and you'll never probably see that cashier again right. or anything like that. But for some reason, it's like one of those situations that you almost like flash back to. You feel so much embarrassment for like the rest of the day sometimes because of what you were buying and maybe the eyes you got. Our friend uh, Jordan is in line. Jordan, you ever feel judged when you're making a purchase of some kind? Sometimes, I guess, yeah. And it's in the stuff that, like, you shouldn't be judged for. But 
I don't know. Like, sometimes I feel like if it's like, I'm going to be honest, if I'm buying like tampons or something, <laughs> and it's super no- like normal, obviously, but I don't know if it's like, <laughs> it's like a male cashier and I'm just like, hey. <laughs> I know. It's still one of those things that for whatever reason, and I'm sure this is something that has been like ingrained in us since we were like young girls first getting our periods, the thought of having to buy tampons is still super embarrassing. And then you like up that if it's like a super plus plus day. See, I was wondering if there's like, because there's different like, oh, yeah. okay, different levels, different yeah. powers and strengths of different absorption. Levels. And like, there's that scene in like Mean Girls that talks about like heavy set and wideness. And you're like, no, that's, that's, that's not the reason. I just, I, I have a really big flow. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a part of me that's always like, um, <laughs> hey, guy, or like, whatever, and I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely ingrained in us to, like, feel weird about buying them. I just can't believe that people are still using cashiers and not just the self-checkout. Oh, yeah. If the self-check is an option when it comes to buying that thing, that is 100% what I choose to do. <laughs> when you talk about uh, feeling judged for buying something, mm-hmm. our friend Allison Show on Facebook has my favorite comment so far. She says sometimes she feels judged when she buys food. And it's unfortunate because Allison says she is a plus-size girl. And she says sometimes she feels like people are staring at her based on what she's buying for food. Okay. But then Allison says, but hey, I'm just an hourglass with extra minutes. Oh, Get it! Oh, yeah. Get it! Yes! Yeah, I love that. Amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> That is how you own those eyes staring at you. TikTok. <laughs> it's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hey, is there anything you ever feel judged when you're uh, buying it at the store? Like, either when you're in line and maybe it's in your cart and people are giving it that look over, or when you're face-to-face <laughs> with somebody who's processing your payment, yeah. and you're like, yeah, just me, buy it, buying this stuff. <laughs> Case in point, at the uh, store the other day, buying two bags of chips because, well, my wife likes plain original, and I, I like uh, something a little more flavored, and I was like, yeah, this is me carrying two bags of chips <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, because you just assume that they yeah. assume yeah. that you're going to eat them both in the car yeah. on the way home yeah, and yeah. finish right. them before you get yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, there's that thing we all feel this like uh, shopping cart shame in in some ways. But Danae, you've got a, a story about feeling judged with with a very specific, very personal purchase. Oh yeah, as soon as we started talking about this, I flashed back to this moment. I guess it would have been a, a few years ago, and uh, I was heading over to have coffee with a friend at her house, and she texted me before I was going over there. She said, hey, I can't leave the house because I've got two little ones here. Can you stop on your way over and pick up a pregnancy test for me? And I'm like, oh, snap, girl. Yeah, I got your back. Yeah. So go into Shoppers Drug Mart uh, in Country Hills, and I, I grab this pregnancy test. And of course, I've got little baby Violet with me. And I've got Violet, I vividly remember Violet on my hip. She's about a year old. And I'm buying this pregnancy test. And I really had to like go over the top. And it truly wasn't for me. I was like, this uh, is always- not for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Is. Look at her. Uh-huh. Look at her. She's not even a year yet. Like, there is no... Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, anyways, buy the test. Take it over to my friend. She took it <laughs> while I watched her, her two little girls. It was negative. The really, really funny and ironic part about the entire thing, 
months later, I found out I actually was pregnant. <laughs> I was probably definitely already pregnant while holding Violet on my hip. Find that pregnancy test saying, can you imagine? No, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I, I do love the idea of that being a shared awkward moment <laughs> yes. between you and the wonderful person who is checking you yeah. out because you're so over the top being like, I swear it's not for me. It's like when I go to the cannabis store for Kelly. Right. I do not partake, but I'm always like, well, it's not for me. And there's almost a wink sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, it's not. Yeah, sure thing. Right. I'm like, I'm in the store. There's no stigma. <laughs> yeah. And they may not be thinking what you think they're thinking, but at the same time, you think they're thinking what you think they're for thinking. Sure. And it freaks you out. And like, I vividly remember, I wish I could remember her name because she helped me out so many times at the Country Hills Shoppers, but she was just like <laughs> little, precious, sweet old lady probably yeah. in her like late 70s that I'm sure was probably like sure sweetheart you don't gotta tell me any stories it's fine but like most things things are always worse in your head than For they sure. actually are yeah right? absolutely or worse than you think they are in your uterus think about like, the first me at that yeah. moment yeah. <laughs> think about the first time you went to the drugstore to buy protection yeah. they didn't care they Again, were like if only I had done that <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be in this situation Everything's fine, it's great, I'm happy now oh. <laughs> Shout out to our friend Rupa Jeremiah She says she feels judged When she buys giant bags Of Cheetos for her husband Oh, oh. Same situation where it's like I swear these aren't all for me Yeah. No, instead this family Size bag of Cheetos <laughs> Is for my husband He's the one with the orange fingers What about Kendra Sands who says Crocs I feel Hilarious. judged when I buy Crocs. They're comfy as hell, though. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, f I can see that in, like, a couple of years ago, but Crocs are, like, one of the hottest pieces of fashion right now. So, like, don't be ashamed. Feel that. Fly that Croc flag high. Just feel bad you couldn't get the Justin Bieber or Post Malone yeah. Crocs because they're still sold out. <laughs> or the stilettos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, our friend Amanda is on the line. When you talk about being judged for buying things, this is a very, very introspective conversation about her entire life. I feel that when I buy candles because I have a, a candle addiction, definitely. And sometimes the candles run on the more expensive side. Those are my special occasion candles. Uh -huh. But if I buy them, not only do I feel judgment around me, but I personally feel judgment against my own self. That <laughs> I'm not confident <laughs> on candles, but I can't help myself. Because um, I find them to be a really important part of my home environment vibe. Amanda, I'm intrigued by the quote-unquote special occasion candles. Like, yeah. are we talking Christmas, Easter, Halloween, or are we talking about special occasions? Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, you don't need to keep doing that motion with your hips, Fuzz. That's that's quite good enough. I, I consider the special occasion ones uh, based on cost. So the more expensive the candle is, the less Frequently, I will burn it. Meaning, oh, okay. Although I've heard the opposite, that we should seize every day and burn expensive candles <laughs> as often as we can. But that doesn't seem to be my, my theory. I also like that we got a new saying. It's not live every day to the fullest. It's burn the candle. <laughs> <laughs> burn the candle. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Chris Shields says, Feeling judged when he buys Dunkaroos. Oh. No children, no school lunches, just for him, the Dunkaroos. <laughs> oh, nothing wrong with that. It's all fine. Wonderful text from our friend Ashley about feeling judged for buying something. Take us on a journey of what this feels like. My, I have a kid in grade school, and every so often we'll get a notice from our school being like, hey, a kid in class is coming with headlights, 
please notice it's not a hygiene thing. It just happens sometimes. And I always get paranoid, so I like giving my daughter a lice treatment just to be safe. Oh, like, so these are like proactive lice treatments. Exactly. Well, because you never know. And those things, you know, once they're in, they're, just, they're fun. So I, you have to go to the pharmacy and you have to ask the pharmacist for this lice treatment. And, you know, the pharmacist, of course, doesn't judge. They understand. But the people around you who don't have kids, especially in school, um, <laughs> seem to give you dirty looks when you're like, oh, yeah, I need to treat head lice. <laughs> and, es- um, and especially if you're there on a regular basis and they start to see you and go, weren't you just here? <laughs> yeah, one year, we like one semester, we had three notices. Yikes. Oh, my goodness. Head lice. And by that third time coming in, you know, you could tell that the, even the pharmacist was kind of like, does she, does she know what she's doing? Like, what's going on? What this is going the third on? time she's in in, like, three months. She's got to quit headbutting the other kids and rubbing her head up. Head. Oh, she's like, what kind of squalor are they living in? Why is she using the helmet provided by the Neuron Scooters? Those are yeah, yeah. helmets. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. I have to ask, Ashley, have you guys actually ended up with lice in the house after these notices have gone home? Uh, No. I've, like, picked through her hair before and, like, found, like, a couple eggs, but never actually any light. Nits? Uh, but, hey, look at the proactiveness. You getting on top of things that help prevent things and from turning into a big outbreak, right? Oh, exactly. Oh, my oh, goodness. It keeps me from worrying about my head getting itchy, too. I feel like it's... My head is so itchy right now. We'll take the judgment. We're (laughs) we're cool with it. But yes, we're also itching our heads. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. How fun slash awkward is it going to be when this new pop-up restaurant shows up in Calgary where all the servers are mean to you. Oh my gosh, this is scary. This is something that's been other places in the world. It's like a, it's like some type of a, of a, of a Karen vibe, yeah, a Karen it, restaurant. It's called Karen's Diner, uh, and their whole thing is great burgers, very rude service. There's, a, there's, <laughs> they, there's a place in Vegas called Dick's Last Resort, right. and the whole thing about Dick's Last Resort is that the servers are incredibly rude. Like, yeah. their whole goal is to try and make you cry. <laughs> and it sounds like this is kind of what this is. They're saying it'll be the most fun you've ever had eating burgers ever, though. And, like, the po- photos from Instagram of these this place that I believe currently just exists in Australia and is set to open a top-secret location here in Calgary in November, all of the servers are, like, flipping everybody off <laughs> constantly. They've got some pretty lewd balloon Animals that they've got people wearing on their heads. Yeah, it there's just some, like, uh, I, some, some I different type of stuff. This is terrifying to me. On the webpage about Karen's, it says Karen's is an interactive diner and absurdly fun experience. At Karen's, you will be, you will be greeted and waited upon by rude waiters and forced to play a variety of games. Karen is a place where you can only complain until the cows come home because we literally don't care. Oh. I love the idea of being a regular, like, hardworking server, being like, hey, maybe I'll take an opportunity, and I'll go over and get this pop-up restaurant, make some extra money, you know what I'm saying? And then you're at orientation, and they're like, okay, let's, uh, how would you create a table? And you'd walk up and say, hello, can I take your order, please? And they're like, ah, 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 that's wrong. You're supposed to say, how may I take your order? Idiot face. (laughs) (laughs) And then when they say something, say, oh, I'm so sorry, 
I, I couldn't understand you. I don't speak idiot face. <laughs> and then on and on and on. Like, to work there would have to be, like, one of the most fun things ever because you're in character. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's the exact opposite of every instinct you have of working in customer service. Absolutely. Where, no, the customer's <laughs> always wrong. <laughs> idiot face. You got to imagine that, like, you know, seeing what so many servers have to put up with yeah. on a daily basis and how many probably want to call customers idiot faces or any other kind of insult. Yeah. This might be a glorious outlet for some of our server Your friends. Your chance to do that, right? Your chance to finally go do that. And like, that's the point. But I don't know. I'm still not going there because I don't, I don't like to cry when I eat. <laughs> I try to not do that. The good news is they don't go too far. They do have house rules. Uh, no racist, sexist, homophobic, oh, or yeah. ableist comments. No body shaming. No sexual harassment. No damage or vandalism to the venue. And it just goes on. So it's, it's all about having fun. Well, having fun. Well, being kind of mean. <laughs> well, being a little bit mean, right? <laughs> so idiot face still on the table. Because when yeah. I apply for this job, that's going to be my go-to insult is idiot go-to. face. Oh, my gosh. Please, please apply. Like and I, and I can't face. wait to get a great tip for spilling ketchup or salsa on somebody. That's going to be fantastic. They'd be like, oh, man, that was great. Well done. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real. Fun and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here with a uh, reminder that sometimes a conservative fashion choice can lead to a moment where the entire world doesn't get to see what you got going on up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to okay. our girl, uh, Anna Kendrick, stuck in an elevator. This was the saga we never know we needed in our lives. It happened the other day while she was getting ready to go to one of the Toronto International Film Festival or yeah. And this is like an elevator packed full of people. She kind of documented the entire thing on her social media saying, you know, that thing where you're running late for film schedule or for your next appearance because you're stuck in an elevator. Uh, luckily for Anna Kendrick, because they had to get actually rescued from the like roof hatch of the elevator. Mm-hmm. She's very, very happy that she chose to wear a long skirt that day. Oh boy. <laughs> we love it. This is why I should take the stairs. Good thing I'm not wearing a short skirt today. <laughs> I feel like this um this could be the information that helps you. Not that we'd ever tell you yeah. how to dress. Yeah. But you never know. Like after you hear about someone being stuck in an elevator, doesn't it immediately make you a little more fearful for your next time yeah. in an elevator? Of course, because especially in, in in tight spaces, everybody starts to feel claustrophobic. I'm almost one of those people. I'm like, no, I'm, I don't have any fears. Like I'm not claustrophobic or anything like that. Until I have a jacket that just gets feels a little too snug, no. or you know, if it kind of just if you if one of those nylon jackets where it gets kind of sweaty and, and then clammy. your arms kind of get clammy and Ugh. stuck in it and i'm like oh yeah i'm incredibly claustrophobic i wouldn't like it feel no. like the walls were closing in on me i got stuck in an elevator one time uh, actually the fairmont palliser here in calgary and it was like there was like 20 people on this stupid elevator and i was standing outside and i was like no i'll take the next one and they were like no come on come on come on jump on and I jumped on. I made the decision, okay, let's give in to peer pressure. And, like, it got stuck in between floors. Oh. And it was one of those situations where they were able to pry the doors open. And we were, like, not super in between floors, yeah. but, like, enough that, like, you could get out. But no kidding. There was a dude at the very back, crammed full of, like, of the, all the people. He pushed everybody out of the way oh. so that he could jump out first. Wow. Like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I guess uh, it's all about you. But to this day... Honestly, I cannot handle being in an elevator without water. 
like without a bottle of water. Like when Matt and I went to Toronto a little while ago, we stayed in an Airbnb that was on like the 33rd floor. I had to make sure that I had a bottle of water because the thought of being trapped in an elevator with right. nothing to drink is one of my biggest fears. See, I'm not scared of getting dehydrated. I'm not scared of getting claustrophobic. I'm just scared that I'm the one on the elevator with the worst breath. Oh. So then I start going like this. You know, when you try and taste your breath no. to see if your mouth tastes disgusting. Yeah. By the way, right now, if you were to come close to me, I know <laughs> I got dragon breath. Like it is nasty. It is really, really gross. Yeah. So I am not getting on an elevator unless I can get uh, something fresh in my mouth, like a like a piece of gum, and I want a backup gum okay, too. Okay, so we need bottles of water. Yeah. Mm. We need gum. Yeah. We yeah. need long skirts. Maybe some tacos too. <laughs> yeah. Well, well nice. uh, the tacos might be kind of dangerous. <laughs> oh, but yeah. also, let's invite Anna Kendrick because she's fun. Yes. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from five thirty to ten on ninety eight five Virgin radio.